I was sitting in the hillside at this fossil site above the uh, Thompson River. Right now you're hearing Bruce Archibald. He studies bugs. And he's telling us about a recent find, the discovery of an incredibly well-preserved 53-million-year-old giant wasp. It's sort of a sagebrush and, and cactus uh, countryside, and I split the rock. I pulled a big chunk of rock out of the hillside with a crowbar, and I was splitting it with uh, chisels and tools and... and um, I saw this very impressive big wasp when I split the rock open. I jumped up and split my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I was wearing, you know, that was kind of the style of those days, right? Wear tight jeans, whatever. And uh, there you go. I mean, there. I think that, that that may be a good measure of sort of the significance or at least the, the shock of a find is if it's a, if it's a pants splitter, you know? Yeah, that's right. Could be sort of a pants splitting index or something of <laughs> excitement level. Well, yeah. well, scientists, they, always talk, they talk about their kind of aha moment, and then you could talk mm-hmm. about your pants-splitting moment. I could. That's true. So, Bruce, in your research uh, on wasps, what was the worst time you ever got stung? Oh, worst time I've ever gotten stung? Boy, I've never gotten... I don't think I've ever gotten stung since I was a little kid. Really? I've stung by a bee or something. I've been in the jungles of uh, South America where they have what they call bullet ants. Bullet and, ants? Uh, this, yeah, bullet ants. They have Paraponera. And they call them bullet ants because when they sting you, it, it feels like being shot with a bullet, and people fall down on the ground and writhe around and that sort of thing. Wow. And, and I've seen these in the wild, and, and they're pretty impressive. They're great big, they're great big ants. They uh, are very visual. They've got big eyes. They'll turn around and look at you. What? And, oh, yeah, bullet ants. You've you got to pay attention. You've got to pay close attention in the jungle, snakes and all of that. It's true. Everything out there wants to bite you or infect you or somehow get you. (laughs) This is How to Do Everything. I'm Mike. And I'm Ian. This week, we will tell you how to meet an extraterrestrial. If you don't like the sound of that, maybe listen to another podcast. Maybe NPR's Planet Money. It's a great show if you're interested in the economy but hate hearing people talk about economics. Find Planet Money now at npr.org slash podcasts and on the NPR One app. Hey, Shannon, what can we help you with? So uh, I was uh, talking with my boyfriend about holiday traditions, and he was saying uh, that they always have a Sprite in their eggnog, and I thought that sounded terrible, but he claimed that everyone does it. I have never heard of that before. No, I love eggnog. I've never even thought about putting Sprite in it. Right? Me neither. Okay, so where are you from? I am from Utah. Okay, okay. and uh, your boyfriend? Utah where? as well. Okay. Is he from a different part of Utah? Yeah, he. I'm from the very top of Utah, and he's from the very south of Utah. Okay. Does he put Sprite in everything he drinks? No, I've never seen him drink a Sprite before. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait, does he put eggnog in everything then? No, I've never seen him drink eggnog either, but apparently they have to go hand in hand. Have you tried it? No. I'm sc- it it doesn't sound good to me. No. No it doesn't. How long have you been going out with this guy? About 2 years. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. He claimed that if I ever spend Christmas with his family, like it like they'll be drinking that. Oh. Is there, what's one thing that you like to eat that other people find strange? I like frosting on my ice cream. 
Oh. Wow. That's just a good idea. <laughs> All right, Shannon, we're going to we're going to do some research uh, on this question. Perfect. Thank you. You know, we should uh, the way to answer this is to do a taste test. Try it ourselves. The question though is not whether it's good or bad, I I think, but rather is this a, a normal thing? Is this a thing that normal people drink? We're going to bring in our official taste tester, Peter Sagel, and uh, let him try it out. Peter, thanks yes. thanks for coming in. Oh, yeah. I understand you're in a bit of a bad mood today. It's, it's you know, it's post-holiday blues. I think what we have here is going to pick you back up. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. I could use a pickup. Before before we, uh, we get to the taste test, yeah. let me ask you this question. Would you describe yourself as a normal person? I, 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 I would give that a qualified yes. Yeah, I would, I would go for normal. I know people that argue with you. Uh-huh. I spent the weekend with some of them. But I can, I can tell you that, yes, I would say normal. You feel like your range of interests, the behaviors that you engage in, they're certainly within the norm of, of like, if I, if I for example, put out a, a, a personal ad, Say, mm-hmm. listing my interests, the things I like to do, it would be so boring as to be uh, completely, you know, it wouldn't stand out from the crowd. It would just be your usual things, books, movies, long walks on the beach sort of thing. Okay, so we, we'd like you to taste something. Oh, God. But before you sit, three mugs of eggnog. Yes. They're all different in some way. I can only start to imagine. We would, we would love uh, you to taste them and just tell us what you think. All right. So we're going to number them one, two, three? Yes. All right. Yes. So I'm, I'm trying t- number one. Here okay. we go. Eggnog. A Peter's first mug is plain eggnog. Tastes like eggnog, okay. Okay. I would say. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, let's try the next one. This is, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at these carefully. This one seems to have little specks of something. I'm hoping nutmeg. We can't explain the specks. Yeah, here we go. So it's eggnog number two. Mug number two is eggnog with Sprite. That's terrible. I mean, it's not disgusting, but it's terrible. What? Describe the taste. Well, there's definitely something like eggnog in it, but something's been added. Yeah. That uh, has a, a, a lighter, it's, if it's, light, I'm guess, it's been mixed, I would guess, with some kind of soda is a guess. I mean, a sweet soda, okay. I would say. And it doesn't taste good. So that was not that's good. No, that's bad. And as a normal person, you think no. I think no to that second one, yes. Okay. All right, let's try then the final final mug. All right, this also, this looks a little different. The final mug is eggnog with malort. Oh, this, this, this has a, a different smell. Hang on. The world's worst liquor. Ah. <laughs> ah. I don't know what you guys put in that, but it is bad. Ah. Do you want to guess? Uh, I, it smelled like alcohol. Um, yeah. Well, no, it's got like a medicinal aftertaste. It's very, it's like yeah. almost chemical, almost like a medicine or, no, it's bad. Mineral oil? Did you put, no, I don't no, know what you we're not going to poison you. We can tell you it's malort. Oh. And eggnog. Should have seen that coming. Didn't have anything to do with the experiment, but we wanted to give it to you. Thank you. We don't want to disappoint you. No. And in a weird way, it did improve my mood. Thank you. There are certain things that will always be constant. Your sort of general hostility, as expressed through Malort, will always be with me. What's something you love? Something I love. 
Really? Yeah. I, I, well, right now I love the TV show Jessica Jones. Okay. Does that count? Yeah, I I also love it. It's great. I was just trying to get you to say something like that because I think we'll edit at the end that you love you love Malort. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, thank you. Uh, this is where I don't know what to say because usually I'd say it's a pleasure, and I that's not applicable. Having having resolved this issue, I. I do think it's interesting that um, Shannon's boyfriend likes Sprite in his eggnog. Shannon likes frosting on her ice cream. Right. I feel like everyone has something like this. It's a weird kind of a food combination. If you are listening right now and you have a, a food combination that you like that other people maybe think is strange, uh, write in and let us know about it and we will test it or, depending on how gross it is, make Peter eat it. And if Peter likes them, uh, we'll spread the word. And then all of you out there can enjoy them. And if, if uh, Peter dies, then we won't spread the word. Yep. Then you know to avoid those things. Like those bleach and ammonia smoothies that yeah. we gave Peter uh, last year. I love Malort. I love Malort. I love Malort. Hey, uh, we want to tell you about our sponsors. Like NatureBox.com. At NatureBox, they understand that your life is busy. There's not always time to get to the store. Nature Box makes it easy to start snacking smarter. Choose from over 100 tasty options like sriracha roasted cashews and French toast granola, or fill out your snack profile and get personalized recommendations delivered right to your door. Honey, I think the toasted granola's here. No, it's the sriracha cashews. Let them in! Spend more time doing what you love and less time trying to find parking. Visit naturebox.com everything and get 50% off your first box now. Somebody answer the door! Support also comes from stamps.com who want you to know that with the holiday fast approaching, the post office is getting busier by the minute. Avoid the hassle and use stamps.com instead. With stamps.com you can buy and print official U.S. postage for all of your letters and packages using just your computer and printer. Sign up for stamps.com and use the promo code everything for a four-week trial and special offer including postage and a digital scale. Go to stamps.com, click on the microphone, and type in everything. You may know that in the 1970s we sent out the Voyager probes. We, the United States, not Mike and me. And now uh, one of the probes, at least, has left our solar system. It is out beyond Pluto, out where all the weird stuff is. And on that probe, we put a golden record. And this was an audio-visual disc with pictures, songs, people talking in different languages, all to represent humanity and life on Earth. To give any extraterrestrials a sense of who we were, and also um, how easy it would be to um, kill us and enslave us. One of the people featured on the golden record is gymnast, Olympic gymnast, Kathy Rigby. You, she also played Peter Pan. She's online with us now. Kathy, can you tell us about the picture uh, of you that was sent out for the aliens? Um, well, actually, I believe it is the one on the balance beam where I'm doing a specific gymnastic uh, trick. Uh, I'm actually in a, in a, in a split uh, that is vertical rather than horizontal, and it represents sports and I, I would imagine the human body and you know anybody looking at this from another planet would find pretty curious but it just represents sports 
Well, I think, I mean, I do think that if, if an extraterrestrial were to see this and then come to Earth thinking that all humans <laughs> were capable of doing that, they would be very disappointed. Well, but they will hopefully be so evolved that that's you know they will they will know more about us than than we we do about ourselves at that point. If they're if they can make it all the way to the earth, I'm sure that they will figure that out. <laughs> you know. Wow. So wait, was that photo taken specifically for this project? No, no, no. I think they just picked it up and 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 put it in. Um, it was Carl Sagan and uh, his staff, and they selected. I didn't even know about it until it was actually launched. So. Wow. I mean. It, in some way, they they wanted you to represent the human race. Well, yes, along with many other, you know, uh, uh, many other people and and uh, sounds and you know, I, I I I myself wonder how in the world they picked picked it out. And there were so many great athletes at that time as well. But I'm uh, again, I'm grateful for it. <laughs> have you thought o- over the years? Have you thought about if? You know, an alien were to come land in your front yard uh, and want to talk to you. What, what you would want that interaction to be like? Yeah. How is it that they all get along if they do so well, and if not, why? Um, how is it that you know? I, I, I think I would probably have more questions uh, of them about their survival and and uh, you know how they were capable of traveling such distance. And you know, I would probably be the last in line, but I'm sure there would be many others. But um, I would just invite them in and, and uh, try to make them feel at home and, you know, see what they like to eat and drink. We should just stop here. What if what the aliens want to drink is eggnog with Sprite? Maybe Shannon's boyfriend is an alien. He's the first one. He's a scout. He's, he's researching our beverage preferences. All right, let's get back to Kathy. Would you um, would you worry that if they wanted you to prove that you were the person that in that person. picture, what would you do? Would you be able to get up on the, the beam again? Yes. As a matter of fact, even at my advanced age of 62, I, uh, you know what the great thing about having played Peter Pan and teaching uh, dance and acro to kids is that it forces you to stay in shape. So if they come within the next 10 years, yes, I could show them to do that. After that, there are no guarantees. So, yes, I, would, I still can do the splits. I can still stand on a balance beam, and uh, I can still do those things. You know, it's possible that it would reach a planet that, you know, was not capable of, of traveling here, was not capable of responding, That's and true. you would just be like, a, you would be this planet's biggest celebrity. Well, I don't even know how I think about that, except <laughs> that I wish I could be there to see what it would be like. You know, maybe they'd ask me to do, um, you know, uh, maybe they have their own weedy box. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who knows? You, you know? could be the Roswell landing <laughs> of whatever this other world is. Yes. And, um, I, you know, I just want to make sure that if they, they pick me up, that I can bring uh, my, my grandkids with me. Yeah. Well, Kathy, thank you so much uh, for talking to us and for representing humanity. <laughs> Thanks for asking. We heard from David. David says he listens to How to Do Everything while selling Christmas trees at an ice cream shop. David, these next 15 seconds are for you. David, we were about to play you a Christmas song, but then we figure you can hear Christmas songs um, pretty much anywhere you go right now. So instead, we're going to play the perfect song for this moment. Uh, 
by Sarah McLaughlin. Well, that does it for today's show. What we learned today, Mike? Well, I learned that sometimes scientists split their pants in their excitement. The long white coat would always cover the split pants. Yeah. You know what I was thinking? Hmm. You know, um, Bruce talked about the bullet ant. Yeah. And it was named the bullet ant because it felt like you had been shot when you got bit by it. I bet the person that named the bullet ant is probably the most unlucky person in all of science because he had to have been shot to to know it. it. Yeah. So he had both been bitten by the worst bug in the world and he'd been shot. You you wonder what else had happened to him. Ah, this this I call the uh, glass in your eye moth. Yeah. Because it reminds me of when I got glass in my eye. I'd hate to see that guy's pants. How to Do Everything is produced by Nadia Wilson with technical direction from Lorna White. Our interns this week are Elijah and Bennett. Elijah and Bennett, we are sending you an envelope full of eggnog and Sprite. You can send us your questions. Send them to us at howto@npr.org. Our website is howtodoeverything.org. I'm Ian. And I'm Mike. Thanks. Malort is number one.